Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Unsinkable podcast where we talk about marketing and mindset tactics that help online coaches stay afloat no matter what the world throws at them. Today, we have an amazing guest that I'm so, so excited is here. Sean Nicole is a human design reader and clairvoyant healer from Orange County, California. And she is someone who I have done a human design reading with. Um, and we're going to get into all of what that means and how it was helpful for me as a business owner. Um, and I can't say enough good things about her. So I'm super, super excited that she's here. Welcome, Sean. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Awesome. So I have some questions here from you for you. Um, I talked to a few people on Instagram, let them know that I was doing this episode and uh, wanted to know what questions they had about human design um, and so I'm going to go through some of those with you and then we can kind of chat, um, as things get brought up, cause I'm sure, um, we'll have some follow-up questions as we, as we go through. So first, um, if you could tell us a little bit about what human design is as if somebody has never heard of it before, they've just kind of heard of it generally, if you could just kind of give us like a synopsis of what human design is. Yeah, definitely. And I always say, depending on who I'm talking to, I'm going to change the way I describe it. Um, so I would say for somebody who knows nothing that it's um, a fusion of a couple of different modalities. One of them is astrology. Um, another one is the chakra system. And it's basically the blueprint of your soul and your unique energetic imprint. Um, and I always say it teaches us how to use our energy most efficiently in the way that's unique to us. Um, to create more flow in life. That's how I describe it. Awesome. That is a beautiful explanation and not at all. I was trying to clumsily tell people and I'm like, it's kind of like astrology. It's kind of like this other thing. And it's like all these on steroids. That's what I kept saying. <laughs> yeah. So. And it's tricky because I'm like, it's not astrology, but it's kind of astrology. So I totally get the, the difficulty. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how you found it and like what experiences you had maybe that made you be like, oh, this is a legit thing. Like this is really, really um, something that I want to dive into deeper. Yeah. So I always like to preface saying that I'm very, I'm very woo now, but I was not always. So I pride myself on being very practical and I love like tangible, like actionable things. And so when I first found human design, um, well, I found it actually in 2017 and I was, uh, teaching English in Colombia and South America. And it was really awesome. But we went on a teacher strike for like three months. I didn't go to work and I was like, what is happening? And so a lot of uh, deeper questions came up and I was reading, just reading articles online. And I found one about human design that said, wouldn't life be so much easier if you knew how you were designed? And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I was like, I need to know about this. Uh, so I looked at my chart, but at that time in two 2017, there was not really any information. And so I like talked to all my friends about it and they were like, this is very weird. And so I kind of dropped it. And then I found in 2019, my human design mentor, her name's Jenna Zoe. I trained with her. I love her. Um, and that was the first time at that point I was working abroad still, but I had a job that I thought would be my dream job. And I really didn't like it. And so I'm a human design generator um, in you are too, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So as generators, like we're meant to be lit up by what we do. And I was really unhappy. And so even just getting like that basic about like things shouldn't feel so hard in life. I was like, I have to learn more about this. Like, what is this system all about? 
Um, so that's really what drew me in was finding Jenna, learning I was a generator. Um, and then I did my training in 2019. Um, and it was really just following my sacral center, right? So as generators were ruled by the sacral, I'm sure we'll talk about that. Um, but it was like so exciting and it had been a really long time since I felt so excited by something. that I was like, I just have to say yes. And, and here we are. Yes. Oh, that's so awesome. Thank you for sharing that. I know that for me, when I learned a little bit more and we'll talk about where they can get their chart done and all of that, but I had a similar experience where like I learned about it not too long before I connected with you, but it started to make sense like right away. And that was something yeah. for me that was like, oh, this is something that I want to explore more because anytime that I've come across something that has right away felt like, oh, this is something that I'm meant to know or almost like remembering something that I had forgotten almost. It, yeah. it was such a, a powerful thing for me. And so it sounds like that was similar to for you. And so um, I would encourage anybody who's listening to this that feels like, oh, this is something that I want to explore more. And I don't even necessarily know why um, to just follow that little prompt and, and um, see where it takes you. Yeah. And I love that because as humans, we make we make everything very complicated, right? But what's amazing about when we listen to our body's cues, which is like human design in a lot of ways, it's undeniable, right? Like you feel it deep in you. You're like, I, I want to learn about this and it feels natural. So I love the way you describe that. It like resonates to your core. And that's really how we're designed to make decisions as generators. It's not hard, but like we try to make it hard. So I'm glad you shared that. Yes. So while we're talking about generators, um, first of all, where can coaches, where would you recommend that they go to get their, their chart done initially? Yeah. So I'm biased because I trained with Jenna Zoe, um, but I do recommend myhumandesign.com. There are a couple, there's Jovian Archive, there's my body graph, but my human design, um, Jenna, my mentor, she actually redid the entire software. So it's the most accurate and it includes your digestion type, which is the only place on the internet you can find that. It's also just aesthetically very pleasing. Um, so I would say myhumandesign.com is the place yep. to go. And I will agree. That's where I got mine done. Um, and so basically you need your birthday, your date of birth, as well as your exact time of birth and your uh, where you were born in the world, right? Yes. And anyone who does not know their exact birth time, I would recommend, honestly, a lot of hospitals keep a record. So you could call the hospital you were born at, or if your parents are like anywhere from 10 to 11, you can put in like 10, 10, 30, 11 and see how the chart changes. Um, so even if you don't know the exact time, don't let that stop you from finding like the general gist of what your chart is. Awesome. Yes, exactly. So while we're talking about that, can we go into, so there are generators like we've been talking about, which is a type. Um, can we do just a brief overview of the different um, types that you can be and kind of just a little bit about each of those types? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there are five different types. Uh, the founder of human design actually puts manifesting generators and generators under the umbrella of generator but um, my mentor separates them and I prefer to separate them. So um, we'll start with reflectors actually, because they're the most uncommon. They're less than 1% of the population. Um, and when you look up your human design chart, there's nine different energy centers and they're either gonna be orange or white. What's colored in is defined, what's, un what's undefined will be white. Um, so reflectors have all of their energy centers open. Um, so they're very sensitive beings. That's why they're more rare, um, just because 
life's a little more challenging for the reflectors. So um, we have fewer of them now. We'll have more in the future, but they're basically like giant mirrors for society. So I think about, um, I studied environmental science in college and we learned about the, the canary in the coal mine. So that's how you know that you're running out of air like the canary dies. Um, and reflectors are kind of like that for society. So they can kind of how they're feeling health wise can reflect back to what the kind of the unconscious collectively is feeling. So they're very mystical, um, really um, sensitive to their, their environments, who they spend time with. But what I love about them is I always say, like, if you meet a reflector, really what you see in them is actually probably what you see in yourself. Um, and they can do absolutely anything. So every human design type, there's no like career that works for one that doesn't work for another. Um, but any reflectors out there, I just really encourage them to um, love their sensitivity and not a lot of reflectors, I think, feel like, okay, why am I this way? Um, this is challenging, but they're really important to kind of show us where we're headed as a society. Um, and yeah, I think of them as like prophets in a lot of ways. So those are reflectors. Um, and then we have projectors. So projectors came into existence in 1789. They're the newest type. Um, there was basically a big shift in 1789. There'll be another one in 2027. And so projectors are like the guides. Um, they're very ethereal in a lot of ways and projectors feel, they're kind of here to see society from a higher vantage point. So I always describe to the projector that when they were young, they probably felt like they understood things, but they tried to talk about it and adults were like, who are you? Um, they're very wise, um, but they're non-energy beings. So the reflector and the manifester and the projector are all non-energy beings. We'll go into that, I'm sure, because of the sacral center. So basically projectors, they get tired a little bit more easily than most because us as the generators, we create energy as we go throughout the world doing things we love. The projector the reflector and the manifester do not. So I projectors need a little bit more rest than most, but they're really here to um, refine systems, help us make things more efficient. Um, and like the CEOs of the future as the uh, founder of human design calls them um, and really amazing. So that's the projector. Um, and then manifestors are about 9% of the population. They're very, um, the founder of human design says they have selective auras. So the first thing I say to a manifester is they're not for everybody, but they're really for some people. So the trick to being a manifester is really owning your power, owning your voice. The manifester is so much about the throat center of the throat chakra. Um, and then they find people that absolutely love them. And they're so, um, they're polarizing, but in a very magnetic way. So Gloria Steinem, like the modern founder of modern day feminism is a manifester. Um, Donald Trump's a manifester. A lot of kings and queens and like past rulers have been manifestors. So um, they're amazing. They're non-energy beings as well. So they work in energetic like fluctuations. They'll have like urges of creative energy and can work for like days straight but then they really need a break. So actually a lot of manifestor creatives will like go dark for months on like whatever they're working on and then come back and like be, you know, podcasting every day for like six months and then go dark again. So that's kind of how I know someone's a manifestor too, if they need those breaks with their creativity. 
Um, and then the manifesting generator is a fusion of the manifester and the generator. So some manifesting generators have more manifestor energy, some are more generator energy, um, but they're basically the true multi-hyphenates. So they're super capable. I always say, you know, a manifesting generator because they probably change their life plan every other day. Um, and they're really here to do a million different things. So, um, and they're so capable as long as they're doing things that they really like doing. Um, a lot of manifesting generators have trouble setting boundaries. They kind of just say yes to everything because um, people know they can do it all. Um, but they're amazing. And I always tell man-gen business owners, never feel like you have to do one sort of thing because the manifesting generator has to understand that they may do something for six months and then never want to do it ever again. But we as a society, like we don't like quitters, right? We're like, oh, no, 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 like keep doing it. Um, so man gens are here to show us that the path is like not linear. You can do something for seven months and then never do it again. And um, they're kind of all over the place, but they're designed to be. So those are manifesting generators. Um, and then generators are really called the life force of the planet. Uh, the founder of human design says that we're here to lift the planet out of frustration and into satisfaction. Um, and we're very energetic, we're very sparkly when we do what we like. So what I love about being a generator is you can probably think about like even subjects in school, right? Like I loved history, for example. So like in history, I was like super lit up, like answering all the questions. And then I really didn't like um, algebra, right? So I was like a different human in each of those classes. Um, so it's about focusing on what we love doing. And then we actually give more energy to the world around us. So for generators, I always say, don't complicate it. If you love doing it, you'll know because you give more energy. And if you don't like it, you'll know because it actually drains your energy. Um, and yeah, that's the generator. That is so awesome. Thank you for going through all of those. Of course. It's so helpful. Like as I sit and think about what I've learned just from learning that I'm a generator is I think that it's really in, it's great information for us to have as business owners, just this one part of human design, because like you mentioned, we, we can really like shame ourselves based on society's um, goals for us. Like you need to do the same thing your entire life, or it's not okay to be multi-passionate like a, a manifesting generator would be, um, yeah. or, you know, you have to be consistent. Like a manifester would be working, you know, um, in short bursts like that but we're told that we're supposed to be doing these things. And so to understand that you're designed a specific way and that's just in your blueprint is really freeing as a business owner. Cause you're like, that's why I'm constantly doing that thing. And it kind of gives you permission to live in a way that is like actually going to push you further and towards what you're supposed to be doing as a being. And so I think that's so important for us to know. Absolutely. And I mean, I love human design for many reasons, but the main one is really for self-acceptance, right? Because there's such a like relief that comes from being like, oh, this is how I'm meant to do something. And there's so much advice out there and not that advice isn't helpful, but now that I know about human design, even in the business space, right? Like you're saying, there's so much about consistency and you have to do this and you have to do that. And like, I can look at a million different examples of people who have done none of those things are like absolutely crushing it. So I'm always like, just learn what works for you. And then, like you said, there's no shame. It's just like work with what you have and learn to love it rather than, you know, constantly fight your inherent nature. You know, why do that? Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 
So once they've found their chart and they know if they're a generator or a reflector or their type, what are like maybe one or two other places on their chart, just as they're starting to get the hang of it and see, you know, what, what is helpful for them to know as a business owner? Like what, what are one or two other places in their chart that they should look at to see um, maybe what would be helpful for them as they are running their business? Yeah, definitely. So human design, the information on the internet is a little bit strange. Um, But for the basics of the chart, which is where I would look first, you can find some good info. And so every type has what's called a strategy. And that's the way that you kind of draw more opportunities into your life. And the strategy is amazing because like us as generators, like we're responding, right? So even learning that alone, I was like, oh my God, I don't have to like chase after my life. Um, so I would say, check out your strategy, learn to understand your strategy um, and then your authority. So your authority is the way you're here to make decisions. And I, what I love about the authority is like pretty much half the world are what it's called emotional authority. They're not here to make decisions in the moment. And even that I think about, I worked at a tech company at one point in my, in my many jobs. And like the founder was one of those people who like, was like, I wear the same thing every single day so I can make all my decisions in the morning and have like a fresh slate. Right. But some people don't make decisions, right? Like that. They're not here to make decisions in the moment. And so I talked to a lot of business owners who were like, oh my God, I'm indecisive. And I'm like, no, you were honoring your authority. Um, so that's a big one. Check out your authority. Um, and then last is the profile. So the profile is like your personality type. It's so helpful. Um, that for me was probably one of the biggest game changers. Um, so that's why I would say to look after the energy type. Yes. I love that because I have, since talking to you and getting my chart discovered that I am an emotional authority, which is again, empowering information to have as a business owner, because we're told like, you know, business owners or CEOs are very decisive. Like that's kind of the narrative, right? You're supposed to be able to know in your gut if something is right or not right away. And that's not something that I have access to all the time, but I do have access to my emotions all the time. Uh, But I spent a lot of my, well, 29 years of my life um, (laughs) shaming myself for um, wanting to rely on my emotions because in my head and in the narrative that I received was your gut is reliable and your emotions are not. And so that's a really important thing, I think, especially as coaches, for us to know as we're deciding, you know, on team members, even on um, if we want to do another group program, or if we want to open a mastermind, like whatever business decisions are coming up for you, knowing what your um, strategy is, like knowing if you should be, you know, waiting if you should be not waiting, if you should be leaning on your emotions or your gut, that can be really, really important information for us to have. And it can provide a lot of um, calmness and clarity as we're kind of moving forward in our business. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm not an emotional authority, right? So I'm an in the moment decision maker. And I had like the reverse kind of like, I guess, programming that I was like, oh, no, no, like, don't be spontaneous. Don't be impulsive. Um, And that works for me, right? So I totally agree. It's like a huge game changer when you can kind of know your formula, as I call it, right? And for you, your emotions are facts. For me, they're not. So once we know that, we're like, okay, now I can move forward with confidence and make decisions in an aligned way. So it's amazing. Yes. I think one of my favorite things about human design is it really gives us like a reason, like I've always grown up saying, you know, we're all so different and that's amazing. 
but we didn't really have like, I didn't have proof of that necessarily, you know, and seeing human design and how like you make decisions is so perfect for you and how I make decisions is so perfect for me. It's given me a great lens as a coach too, to look and be like, all of my students have slightly different builds in the way that they're going to interact with the material that I give them and the way that they're going to tell stories or whatever. And that's so beautiful to like, see it all work together and how it all like comes together for the common good. So I absolutely love everything that you're saying. I think it's awesome. Yeah. And what's interesting is I, the incarnation cross, which this is more advanced in human design. It's kind of like the theme of your life, but mine is about preserving individuality and kind of moving us away from the status quo. And this has helped me a lot. Cause just like you're saying, like, it's always been really important to me that people feel like they can be individual. They can be themselves. And what's beautiful is that we're all different. And I think we have this narrative that that's a great thing, but then we're a part of these greater institutions that try to like box us, right? Like think about school. It's like, well, everybody does that and you can't do that. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I'm like, we say be an individual, but then we're like, don't be an individual. So I'm really glad you pointed that out. Cause I do think that's why I found human design in this lifetime, right? Do I think I've probably found similar things before, but for me, it's a, it's like a mechanism to show people like, Hey, you are an individual and that's great. Just like you said. So I think it's, it's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. So if somebody is listening to this and they're like, I want to learn more, I want someone to look at my chart and tell me all the things and how it would be helpful for me as an online coach, um, where can they find you to get a reading like I did? Yeah, definitely. So myhumandesign.com, you can book with me there. Um, and then I have my own website, which is just seannicolem.com, two ends there. Um, you can book in either place. And I recommend just following your authority, right? I think what's amazing about going through your chart with a practitioner is, um, you know, I can point out things that you may not see because I'm an unbiased kind of observer. So um, I think getting a reading is an amazing idea, but also there's courses available online. So I recommend following your authority, right? Listening to that to kind of figure out the way that is most aligned for you to learn more about it. Um, but yeah, you can find me on my website or myhumandesign.com. Awesome. And I absolutely recommend doing it, guys. It was so helpful for me. I recorded it and I put it in my Google Drive with my chart and I go back to it sometimes if I feel like, I'm not really sure what's going on or where, what do I need to tune into in my body as I'm trying to decide something. So it's been, it was a really helpful, like honestly business strategic move for me to do this. And so um, that's why I wanted to have you on and talk about this. Cause I think sometimes like more quote woo stuff gets put into this like luxury category, like, oh, it's cool when you have time to dive into it. But honestly, this can really shape the way that you're building your business so that down the line, you don't look back and be like, oh, I built the wrong thing. This isn't making me happy. Um, so this is really, I think, honestly, like a critical thing for people to know as they're building their businesses. Yeah. And I, I'm so glad you go back to it. I really, that just makes me so happy. Um, and I agree. I think we, like, we've talked about this a little bit, but like when you go into business for yourself, like I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs who are like very unhappy. And I actually, um, spent my first year as an entrepreneur, like trying to start a business that was not aligned. And I was really unhappy. And my friends were like, you don't like this. Like you didn't quit your job to like be just as unhappy. And so um, I really recommend like looking at, there's a part of the chart called the not self theme, right? So for us, it's frustration. Uh, for my man, Jens, it's frustration. For my manifestors, it's anger. 
um, reflectors, it's disappointment, and projectors, it's bitterness. So I really recommend if you're falling into these feelings, if you're constantly frustrated and bitter, definitely look at your chart because like you're saying, it's that's not what we want to be spending our time doing as entrepreneurs. We want to be creating a beautiful, joyful life, right? That's why we go through the kind of the uncertainty, the aspects of owning a business that are, are a little bit more challenging, at least for me, they have been. So I totally agree. Um, it's really a game changer. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your time. I'm so thankful that you came and chatted with us today about human design. Of course, it was amazing being here. Thank you for having me.